What's going on, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the top 25 mistakes in round take the left. Coming at you guys with my daily podcast. Now listen, as I yawn, it is about 10 o'clock at night, right? I am just getting started my med run. So uh, I don't even expect to see the bed before 2 a.m. and I have to be up at 6, right? And every night doesn't work out that way. Some nights you get the bear, some nights the bear gets you, right? As I like to say. And um, this is just one of them nights where uh, he's going to get me. He's going to get the best out of me. But, but understand this, guys. Sometimes small sacrifices are worth, okay, a little bit of extra effort. And the reason I'm saying this is because it's not like the extra money that I make, right? The money that I make is important right but what's more important is um what is happening in my brain right now guys what's happening in my brain right now is my mind is telling my body right that um it's willing to do this push right willing to go for it willing to uh strengthen up to be strong and resilient and go through these changes for a sacrifice, a reward at the end. This is what my mind is telling my body, right? And so, and my body is willing to accept anything that my mind tells it. And when this happens <clears throat> for for you, me, for anybody, right? When, when our body starts listening to our mind, we begin to start to be able to achieve things that we would not have likely even tried to achieve, right? Because of that um, connection that your mind-body have, right? And so you begin to push yourself to new limits, right? And those new limits always come with pain because guess what? Sacrifice comes with pain, right? So those new limits come with pain and sacrifice and your body accepts it. So, a lot of times when we're going through uh, some form of physical, uh, anything that makes us feel uncomfortable, right? You know, maybe uh, running a marathon, maybe working out at the gym, maybe uh, working long days on the job, anything that requires some form of mental, Output as well as 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 physical output. Um, when we start to do little things like this, our body and mind start to adapt and and start to trust and believe in one another. And that is key, guys, to eliminating so many obstacles in your life when you're out there trying to have a better life, right? Because what are most obstacles? Most obstacles aren't really physical, they're mental. But it takes your body believing in your mind in order to get out there and go do it and make it happen. So um, <clears throat> I do this not just for the money, but for it what makes me become. And, and I'll tell you guys over and over and over again that who you become is far more important than what you get. It's just, it's just what it is in life. Life is about becoming. You know, me and my partner were talking today, you know, about, we talk about everything. When you have a good partner that you love and you care for, man, boy, you guys talk about everything. And so today we're talking about, you know, the taboo thing that you don't talk about at work, right? We're talking about God and religion and stuff like that and and I like when we get into subjects like that because it is important because 
I think that we learn things from each other, right? We learn things from each other's upbringing and their religion and our beliefs and stuff. So, um, as I tell you guys over and over again, I'm not a very religious person, right? I have a study of the Bible. I, I, I've read the Quran. I've read the Torah. I've read the Bhagavad Gita, right? So, I've read these things. And the premise of all of them, guys, and, and, and by no means quote me on this, right? But I believe the premise in all of these is to do good by your fellow man, right? To to take care of one another. And, and, and I believe taking care of one another and giving value, uh, they replace it with living righteously. But I think that if you think of it in terms of taking care of each other in this world so that we can all succeed together, right? And stop treating everybody as if they are your enemy. Stop treating everybody as if they're trying to go against you. Stop treating everybody as if you have a scarce sacrifice. Um, not scarce sacrifice, but scarce resources in this world. If you stop treating everybody like that and believe and understand that there's abundance abundance of just about everything uh, to go around then you wouldn't realize that you can have all that you want in life and the person right next to you can have all that they want in life and, and we can begin to enjoy life together right? but I'm saying this and I'm going on and on because this was happening to be on my mind and I had to get it off my mind today that is not really, and you guys know how I do it, that is not even the question for today's podcast, right? Today's podcast is more about relationships, right? Relationships that we have with one another. And so I go from me telling you how awesome my partner is and the relationship that we have to me talking to you guys about relationships, right? Relationships in life, partnerships in life, people who you want to have close to you and people who you want to have in your circle will determine how your life is going to turn out. There's no ifs, ands, and buts about it, right? Um, you could uh, fight your way through it, but the bottom line is we all need somebody in our corner, somebody to help us to stay human, right? As human beings, we need other people, right? So starving yourself from relationships because you feel like um, you can't trust people, you can't believe in people, you can't count on people. Starving yourself from relationships is the quickest way to burn out and no matter what you're doing. You're going to burn right out. You're not going to have the life that you want because of the fact, guys, is that we pull off of the energy of one another and it helps us to achieve the life that we want. It's, it's just what we do. We feed off of one another. So, as I'm talking about relationships, I am thinking about love, right? The four-letter word, love, right? And it has been more misinterpreted than I believe religion has, right? Because everybody wants to put their twist on how they feel you need to love and how they feel you need to believe. And so when everybody puts their twist on things, all they're trying to do is force everybody um, in this funnel and out of the other end, have everybody living a way that makes them feel good. Guys, you have to live your life for you. What's up, guys? Yeah, I got interrupted by my lovely wife as I talk about love how powerful is that right that I talk about love and energy and the person that you love 
I get a call from the one who I love the most, my wife. So that's pretty awesome um, that I sent out that vibrational energy that got her just to call and say, hey, how you making out? Right. Are you doing OK? Are you tired? Right. How's your run? You know, and I, I and I and I do that. I mean, I enjoy that, that she calls and checks on me because sometimes you forget about yourself, right? You just keep going and going and going and you need somebody in your corner to call and check up on you and make sure you're all right. So anyway, um, even still, that threw me off, you know, so, um, but what I was talking about, guys, when it comes to love right and what is love and everybody else's definition of how you need to love and, and what you need to do to show your love um i want to tell you guys this number one every single relationship is different right and every relationship that you have with a person other than the current person you're with is different and so no pe no two people can experience love the same as other people. Which means, guys, that if you are in love with somebody, nobody else can define for you guys what love is. They can't define it for you, right? That has to be defined um, in the midst of your relationship and not only does it is it defined in the midst of your relationship it is constantly evolving love is something that is not um, a destination right you don't just love somebody and then that's the end love has so many different um, levels to it right and so different so many different iterations that people start to lose the meaning of love and they try to replace it with romance, right? People try to replace love all the time with romance. And romance is the furthest thing from love. And I had a problem with that for, uh, for the longest time in my relationships, right? I was the master of romance and I was not. I was an apprentice when it came to love, man. When it came to love because of love comes over time, right? People like to say I fell in love instantly. Ah, uh, you know, hey listen, that is their definition of it, I like to say. But uh, when you are in love with somebody, um, it is the furthest thing from romance. It is different. It is hanging in there with somebody despite disagreeing. It is going through hard times. It is, it is dealing with all different type of life situations and still being with somebody regardless of all those life situations because you want to grow and understand, live, learn, and at the end, love one another together. You guys want to go through this life experience together. And, and I think that is powerful, guys. All right? It is powerful to do it, but understand this, it takes a very, very mature individual to understand the difference between romance and love, right? I didn't understand the difference between the end of the beginning of my relationship, right? Um, and, and in the beginning of, of in any relationship that I had, it wasn't until I was uh, many years into my marriage that I began to understand the difference between 
love and romance. So, so I, I guess I could probably actually say um, <clears throat> that my wife is probably the first woman that I loved. I've had romances with people in other relationships, but as far as love is concerned, you have to break through that romance barrier in order to experience love. Because romance is the illusion and love is the real thing, right? So I tell people all the time in life, right? What are you looking for, right? Are you looking for um, love? Or are you looking for like a lifetime of experiences? I, I actually wrote down the question so I could ask you guys on today's podcast. So I'm um, deep into the podcast and uh, I'm just telling you guys the question. So um, the question is, have you been looking for a love story or a life story? Right? So um, most of my life, right, uh, before I became emotionally mature, right? Because a lot of people, even though you get older, man, you don't you don't always you don't naturally become emotionally mature. You don't naturally become emotionally mature. Uh, becoming emotionally mature is a process. Right? It's a process of, of constantly dealing in relationships and learning how to handle those relationships in the proper way. And the proper way to handle those relationships varies with all the different relationships that you have. So you go through life dealing in relationships thinking that this one relationship is how you handle all relationships is probably the most immature thing you can do in a relationship right everything varies with time and people and situations and it was not until I truly understood this that I began to approach my relationships in a much more emotionally mature type fashion, right? Um, I got rid of the romance part. Now, when I say I got rid of the romance part, it does not mean that I don't do acts of extravagance for my wife. I don't do acts of extreme kindness for my wife. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't do that. I still do those things. I still send flowers. I still uh, do uh, night outs, date nights out and stuff like that. But those things are not a part of our life that allows us to live each and every day and enjoy each other in our love relationship. What we're working on in our marriage is a life story, right? We're not working on that fling, that spark of dopamine that you get from a romance, right? When you are working on a life story, right, there are not always um, high peaks, right? When it comes to your um, emotional enlightenment, right? You feeling extremely good. It's just that those peaks aren't always there. There, there, are, there are sometimes, there are moments where you go a very long time where it's just life. You're just working, you're just paying bills, you're just doing your thing, and, and you're just making it happen. But you're making it happen because you know that how you're living is the reward. How you're doing the most for each other to make everybody's life around you, your children and your family, a solid unit is the reward. 
right? There's not always smiles and happiness in developing a life story, right? In a love story, you're always trying to look for the, the peaks and valleys of the romance. But in a life story, it's, it's one of truly building a powerful relationship, okay, that that lasts, and, and I don't mean like just last as in time, I mean that, that constantly gives back and gives value by, by building each person in a relationship through all different type of trials and tribulations, right? Um, when you're building each other in a relationship, you you have empathy toward one another, number one. And number two, you are always, always serving. So always serving, always giving value, always doing the most for each other so that the reward of building the person that you're with can then come back to you as they help to build you as well. And in a life story, man, that is all you guys are doing. You are trying to add to each other's lives because you know that by adding to each other's life, you only give back to yourself because of the person you are helping to create in your mate. You know, I, 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 know, I know that's deep, guys. I know that's deep. Um, and a lot of people look for the uh, Harlequin romance version of a marriage. And I just got to be here to tell you guys that um, when you learn to accept the person for who they are and not try to make them change um, that's key and that's important okay and, and that's a sign of maturity by the way guys if you guys haven't known that yet when you're in a relationship and you stop trying to change the other person that is the sign of maturity you're starting to grow right now if you really want to grow what you begin to do is you begin to change yourself into the person that you would like the person that you're with to become. So all the things that you want from a relationship, start giving those things in a relationship. You want more romance? Give more romance. You want more excitement? Give more excitement. You want more sex? And this may sound selfish. Give more sex. Or even more importantly, give more during sex. Right? You know, make it an act of unselfishness. Make it an act of giving. Make it an act of serving. Right? If you want more in your relationship. And, and so, I think it's powerful to go through life trying to build a life story as opposed to trying to uh, seek the ebbs and flows of a love story, right? As I said before, a lot of people relate love to romance and romance does not sustain a solid life story relationship. It just doesn't, right? You can have it in there as an element of your life story but it's not what makes up a life story. It is not what holds relationships together. It is not that type of bond. Which see, um, and a lot of people don't get this, is that when you are seeking a love story, you're constantly believing that you need to get something from the other person. Right? You need to constantly get something from the other person to be completed, to be happy, to be overjoyed, to, to feel the shot of dopamine that you get when somebody says, 
I love you, I need you, I want you, and I want to give you flowers, roses, candy, and, 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 and acts of extreme craziness to show you, okay, that you're worth it, right? But I'm going to tell you, when you are expecting those things from, from people in a relationship, it kind of takes away from the relationship because, because you start to become the person that needs these things in order to um, validate the relationship that you're in, in order to believe that you are in a, in a good marriage, in order to believe that you are in a great relationship, right? And none of those things whatsoever make up a great relationship, okay? None of them whatsoever. All of those things, um, if you believe they're, they make up a great relationship, I'm going to let you know that they're all an illusion. They're all an illusion, okay? And literally, they hide a lot of the problems and issues in relationships that need to be dealt with. <clears throat> and instead of being dealt with, people throw a lot of gifts, right? And, and a lot of um, superficial things at their mate. And at the same time, they never ever solve the problem of becoming a true, mature life story, man. I mean, this kind of stuff right here, guys, is life-changing. This kind of stuff here is powerful. This kind of stuff here is what helps me to shape and mold my relationship and my life to a much better life, moving toward the extraordinary, man. You gotta have a strong relationship. You gotta have a powerful relationship. And it does not mean you're not gonna have bad times. It does not mean that everybody's gonna go through, not gonna go through emotional changes throughout the relationship. It's, it doesn't mean that you won't have a moment where in your mind you're thinking, man, this relationship isn't worth it. Man, we should move on. We should find somebody else. And then you realize that when you say that, that it is the romance part that you are you are seeking all over again. It's that your mind is programmed for that dopamine hit, as opposed to um, building a life story with somebody of significance in your life. So, man, I hope I got through to you guys on the relationship because if you have a bad relationship, you can really, really have a bad life, and I don't want you guys to have a bad life, I want you guys to live that extraordinary, extraordinary life, so um, get out there, enjoy your life, make the most of it, guys, do what you gotta do out there to uh, grow, mature, and build solid relationships that will last you a lifetime, and will be the nourishment that you need to have a long, happy, and joyous life, man. So, um, I'm wrapping it up for today, guys. This is Lieutenant Sound Blue. Make sure you guys hop on over to my website, LieutenantSoundBlue.com. Pick up a copy of my book, Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life, right? When you pick up a copy of my book, guys, I want you guys to know that my book is free. All I'm asking you guys to do is pay shipping. So, pick my book is free. You guys pay shipping on that. And uh, when you're over there, tons of extra specials and bonuses over there on my website. But it also, over my website, is my audio book. Yes. Yes, I made an audio book, guys. So, hop on over there and pick up my audio book as well. Right? So, um, my book is going to be an autographed copy. When you buy it on my website, if you buy it on Amazon, you don't get an autographed copy. Just get whatever I have in stock at Amazon. So uh, when you get on my website, I got tons of uh, additional bonuses and gifts for you guys. So hop on over to LieutenantSoundLoop.com. Um, also, guys, um, give me a shout out on social media: Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, Reddit, Blogger, and of course my favorite YouTube, where you guys can see my videos of uh, all my daily podcasts. Um, and uh, also, shoot me a DM. Let me know what podcast you guys want me to talk about, right? What topics you guys want me to touch, 
on my daily podcast. If I choose one of your topics, I'm going to give you guys a bonus gift. So I hop on over there today to LieutenantSoundBlue.com and give me a shout out. Shoot me DMs on social media so I can give you a bonus gift, man. This is Lieutenant Sal Blue wrapping up for today, man. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. You guys have a fantastic evening. Deuces. What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue here, and uh, it is a uh, a new day. It is a new day, as I like to say. Um, I'm on a really, really late night med run, and no signal right now where I'm at for uh, a few miles, probably about eight miles of no signal. And uh, so uh, I guess I don't know. I was thinking. I said maybe I should do a part, uh, part of my podcast while I'm driving, and just talk to you guys about the most valuable asset. This is this is what's the things that have been on my mind these days. Uh, I think we think about our assets and what's most valuable to us as we get older. And I think as you get older, your priorities change things change that are important and I don't know maybe you see things better maybe you sense things better maybe you understand things better I I really don't know which one it is Um, but I do know that in giving you my opinion it is strictly my opinion man you know and uh and when I give out my opinion sometimes it's strong uh, most of the time, everybody doesn't agree. It's extremely polarizing at times. But that's just who I am, right? I, I, I'm either an all-in or an all-out guy. There's no uh, in-between. So if I believe in something, I'm going all-in on it. And, and that's just uh, probably what gets people annoyed or gets people excited, right? There's no in-between. But... As I'm driving, I was thinking about what are our most important assets in our life, right? Um, I definitely know it's not money, right? Because I've watched money come and go in my life um, like it's absolutely nothing, right? Uh, Some people say oxygen. I think that's important, right? Oxygen, we breathe oxygen. So I think that's probably a valuable asset. But, uh... You know, that's kind of taken for granted because it's given to all of us, right? We breathe, we live, and that's that's all it is, is a part of life, right? So we take a lot of things for granted, like oxygen, our health, and everything else, our lungs, and everything. We take those things for granted. But one of the assets, right, that everybody has access to, everybody that is, and, and most people do not take serious is time right time is by far unequivocally the most important asset in our life right without time you have nothing and I've heard all different types of theories about time about how it's an illusion and how it really doesn't exist um but only exists in our minds, you know. I mean, all types of different theories about time. And and time is a very, very interesting thing to study. You know, I think that it is very important that if an asset is this important in your life, that at least you dedicate some time every day to learning a little more about it. You know, how to gain more in your life you can't gain more uh, time but you could manage what you do in the amount of time that you have right because time is an intangible you can't you can't shape it mold it or move it but what you can do is uh shape mold and move your life to get the most out of everything that you do in your time that you have 
Now, I think the hardest thing about time is which once you realize that you can't scale it to a point of where you know how much time you have left, right? Um, I like doing math, and and I like doing things such as, you know, if I can do this in this amount of time, then I have this, so on and so forth. You know how we do um, when you're setting your goals, your dreams, aspirations. You give yourself, you know, a five-year time frame. You re reverse engineer it, take it back to uh, to today, and figure out how many hours you need to put in this day to uh, achieve some certain type of uh, goal you have. Maybe it's a, if it's a physical goal, how much work you got to put in, how much money you got to make, et cetera, et cetera. Or if it's a, a you know, uh, some type of emotional milestone, then, then you start to uh, try to figure out <clears throat> what you have to do, how many hours you have to put in toward learning or growing or, or becoming that person. And so as we learn how to uh, understand time, we can better manipulate time. You know, I've been watching all of these uh, Marvel movies and stuff with the multiverses and the universes and everything. And it's exciting. It's exciting. But I don't know whether it's true or not true. But I'll tell you what. We love as human beings to indulge in the fantasy of being able to go back in time and change something that we did. That was a mistake. Right, um, and uh, we call that hindsight, right? So, as I tell people, if hindsight was foresight, we'd all have the happiest lives in the world. You know, I used to say we'd all be millionaires, but the truth is, is that just because you become a millionaire doesn't mean you're going to be a happy person. So, um, I like to tell people that whatever life's happiness is for you whatever success is for you is what it is right but the bottom line is it's something that you want to work toward and something that you want to achieve you know that level of happiness in your life so when you begin to work towards something that really matters to you such as your goals and dreams you're going to have to learn how to manipulate this powerful, powerful asset called time. You got to learn how to manipulate time, guys. You got to learn how to dominate time. Right? And, and, and the only way you can dominate time is when you start to understand yourself, understand your habits <clears throat> that you have, things that slow you down, things that throw you off and you want to know something you have to literally not just understand them but begin the process of being pissed about it upset sick and tired I found out in my life things don't change unless I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired you know or maybe even sick and tired of hear my wife complain about it sick and tired of hearing my daughters complain about it right and so then I, I at that point in time I I attempt to fix things I attempt to make things right I think to I attempt to make changes and one of the changes I made at uh, about a year ago was I just stopped drinking altogether and, and I stopped doing everything that involved me drinking which was Going to my favorite uh, watering hole um, in the evening, having a glass of wine, ordering tons of cases of wine, uh, and, and my practice of, of making wine, even, I, I slowed it up. You know, I still make it. I still uh, go through the process of making wine and bottling it. I'm just not even sampling or tasting it. I'm literally just checking the alcohol content and the sugar content and then throwing it in the bottle, man. So, um, 
if you get any wines from uh, 2021 to 2022, man, uh, forgive me if it's not uh, taste to your liking, but I'm, I'm sure it will be because I use the same process. But anyway, guys, um, time is valuable. Time is valuable, and, and by far it is most valuable asset that I've seen to this day. And despite the fact that we all fantasize about going back in time, um, you can only use the time that you have on your plate. And, and you can only use the time that you have on your plate when you have it on your plate. See, that's the funny thing about time. You can have as much as you want, right? No matter how wealthy you are, no matter how poor you are, we all get the same amount of time. And so you can do with it with whatever you want to do with it because it's your time. Nobody else can take it from you. You don't owe it to anybody else unless you decide, right, to trade your time for dollars, which I do not recommend that anybody do anymore in this time of day, right? Um, what I recommend you do for your time is uh, skill up, get some skills, right? So that you can trade value for dollars, right? Value for dollars. Um, because if you, if, you th if you think about it, right? All the people that trade time for dollars, uh, most of the time, when you're working for somebody, if you're making, let's say, less than $100,000 a year, um, your skill level is, it don't have to be extraordinary, right? It don't have to be extraordinary because <clears throat> after taxes, $100,000 a year it is about maybe 60, 65,000, which is the base uh, of what it takes to survive with a wife and family. And this day and age, live comfortable, be able to go on some vacations and, and enjoy life as, as they, um, the image they put out there of how you should be enjoying your life, right? You know, by the way, just want you guys to know that I'm gonna do a podcast on that later, is that, um, Marketing is a son of a bitch, right? Marketing is a son of a bitch, and most of our happiness is controlled by marketing, right? One of the biggest fallacies in, in our lives was college to work for somebody else. Right, college to work for somebody else. To put yourself in as much debt as possible so that you become an indentured servant to someone in order to pay off your bills. Right? You know, um, even if you're not living an extravagant lifestyle and you put yourself in a four-year college debt of a couple of hundred thousand, that's equivalent to owning a house without owning a house. You're paying a mortgage every month for your college loan, and you know, you, I'ma say the deal, you really don't get enough out of college to pay that amount of money. You don't get what you paid for, is my point, right? You don't get what you paid for. You, you pay for the expectations, right? Uh, and you pay for being able to tell somebody that I graduated from this school or I graduated from that school. But in all honesty, you really don't get any more from college than you get from high school, which is free, by the way. So... You went to high school, you got a free education, 
and you wanted to upgrade the ed education, so you did the upsell, which was college. And all college did was give you all of high school, right, in the same amount of time, four years. And who said you did, you could you couldn't do it all in, in one year? Who said you couldn't do it all in two years, right? Because I believe you can. Um, um, give you all the upgrades from high school and then charge you, okay, a fortune, basically. College, going to college is a small fortune. And, and, and all it is is a high school upgrade, right? And, and some bragging rights. Some bragging rights for you to now be able to tell people that you went to college or you graduated uh, from a higher education. But um, at the end of the day, after you graduate college, right, and they have so many different categories of college of bullshit, right? So many different categories for you to waste your time in life. And, and I say this at the same time, allowing all of my children, all five of my children to have gone through college and graduate from college. Yeah, some of them are doing well, and some of them are just getting started. But the truth about college is, is that I guess for like my children that are doing well, it was a psychological thing of uh, having that college that allowed you to speak and talk with confidence when it came to job interviews and and, and going for positions. You know, it, it gave you the, it gave you that boost of confidence is, is what I want to tell you guys so so understand that when it comes to jobs and stuff and college but anyway this podcast is about time and time wasted cannot be returned to you you can't get it back you cannot get back time guys that's that's the scariest thing you can't you can't get back time and so, as I talk about college and going to college, that is four years of time that all you're doing is getting high school upgrades. So, I tell people, if you're going to go to college, and obviously, guys, I'm not a prophet in my own home, so it's no matter how much I talk about this topic of theory, um, it'll never get through to my children, right? They'll probably hear this podcast... Uh, long after I'm gone, you know, and they'll be adults and they'll have their children and then they'll say, oh man, what my dad was saying made sense. Okay, so here goes guys, if my children ever listen to my podcast or ever read a book I made or, or ever see any video that I've done, right? Because, you know, obviously everybody has their own life. So, um, this is my philosophy. If you're going to go to college, right, my number one suggestion is, obviously, do it online. My number two suggestion is, take an extremely accelerated course of college so you can waste the least amount of time possible moving through your stages of maturity. Because what I've noticed in college is... You go through college and people treat it as levels of maturity growing up from age 18 to 21, 22. When they graduate college, they treat that as the first couple of stages, everybody's going to tell me what to do because that's what they told me what to do in high school. The next stage of college, you know, sophomore year, I'm starting to learn some things. So now I'm going to tell the underclassmen how to manage okay their first year of college and then in junior year now you have to start thinking about career-wise what am I going to do how am I going to do it and then your senior year of college now you're thinking it's crunch time I need to be moving into a career okay so I need to set up everything that I'm doing right now to make sure that I have the best chance possible to succeed I'll find a job right because 
college really doesn't teach you to do anything other than get out there and find a job and work with somebody. Uh, to become an indentured servant is what I'm seeing as far as college is concerned. Uh, so, uh, but if that is the route you're going to take, it's your life and God bless you. I just tell people to use the least amount of time in reaching that destination, right? Take summer classes, take accelerated class, do whatever it takes, okay? So if you spend more than two years in college, you have wasted two years of your life, period. All of the skills and everything that you learned in college can be learned without spending a dime of your money on college, all right? That's the deal. All that can be learned without going to a university. Uh, you may not have the piece of paper to brag about to your friends of the college that you graduated from, but you can still have all of those skills and then some. All right. Um, they have classes online that you could take at Harvard without attending Harvard. Yes, they literally have. Uh, you could literally attend Harvard University classes without paying a Harvard tuition. Okay, and you can do that. Um, I tell people there's nothing more important than self-motivation, right? Because a lot of people use college to motivate them to, to further their education, right? All the deadlines and stuff like that. You could teach yourself how to reach deadlines and put deadlines on yourself and hold yourself accountable, right? You don't need college to hold you accountable. And so if you really, really want to master time, guys, if you truly, truly want to master time, the best thing that you can do, guys, is learn how to hold yourself accountable for every moment of your life. Right, what are you doing that's wasting time today? Right? What are you doing with your time? Right? If, if your time was money in the bank, how are you spending it? Right? Are you spending it on, on uh, mental candy? Mental junk food? Right? I say that because uh, I just finished eating a, a, a bag of chips and I know that that has the worst nutritional value possible, right? And I do things like that when I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I'm uh, not thinking, basically. Because, to be honest, every Sunday, I do meal prep for two weeks. I prepare, prepare all my meals, I mean, for one week. I prepare all my meals for seven days. Breakfast and dinner, prepare for seven days. A breakfast and lunch for seven days, and then usually uh, my wife cooks a, a incredible dinner. So for seven days, I do all of this meal prep. But then I'm doing my med runs, and I'm exhausted, and I've already eaten dinner, and now I want to snack on chips and candy. Right? That is what you do when you uh, do not master. Okay your nutrition the same thing goes for time guys when you do not master your time you will find yourself doing things that waste the most amount of time possible you'll find yourself doing that right um scrolling through social media total and completely waste of time right looking at everybody's feeds, seeing what everybody's doing. Complete waste of time. But if you haven't learned how to master your time, this is what you'll subject yourself to, right? First thing in the morning, last thing in the evening, right? Scrolling on social media. Spending tons of time on your phone, not skilling up, right? There's so many resources um, that we can reach in the world in the palm of our hands, right? And we waste 
90% of that time on entertainment. On entertainment. And the only thing entertainment is, guys, is distractions. We attempt to distract ourselves from life because we're not getting shit done. And because of getting things done in life, it takes some energy. It takes some time. It takes some effort. And can sometimes be very, very exhausting. Pulling all the energies out of you, right? Sometimes it forces you to pull out all the stops, everything that you've learned up to this point to uh, make the most out of your life, to make the most out of your time. So um, a lot of people give up on trying to make the most out of their time and they try to get the most entertainment out of their time to distract themselves from reality. I'm telling you, plug back in. Plug back into reality and live life the way you're supposed to live life, which is engaged, right? And make it a habit of being engaged all of the time in life. In the, in the beginning, it'll be tired. It'll be exhausting. It'll be you 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 start you'll be worn out, right? But it's just like when I first started lifting weights again, right? Um, I had to go through the entire stages of um, muscle soreness, calluses on my hands. You know what I mean? Not wanting to work out in the morning. Um, not seeing any results for a long period of time. Okay, I had to go through all of that once again, all right, because of the fact that I didn't take care of my health, I didn't take care of my fitness and my nutrition. I had to go through that once again, guys. And so you can pull out of this downward spiral that you're on, you know, by taking advantage of your most valuable asset, which is time, guys. And so uh, don't let this one, quote unquote, slip by. Don't let time slip by. So um, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up for today. And uh, I just wanted to uh, talk about time a little bit, man. And, and, and hopefully get you guys thinking once again how to take advantage of your most valuable assets, which, was, which is the moments of your life, which is time, guys. You know? Let's get it done. Let's let's have extraordinary lives here and, and tell stories about them. Let's talk about our extraordinary life and how it happened when we began to master our time. And then let's teach everybody else how to do the same thing, how to master your time, how to make it happen for yourself, right? So uh, that's it. I'm wrapping it up for today. Um, you guys have a fantastic day. This is Lieutenant Sound Blue. Make sure you guys hop on over to my website, LieutenantSoundBlue.com. Pick up a copy of my book, Top 25 Mistakes and Routes of the Good Life. All right? It is free. That's right. It is free. And I'm giving away 10,000 autographed copies in 2022. Okay? So you guys got eight months left in 2022. Uh, and, and I got eight months left to sell 10,000 copies. So, um... Hop on over to LieutenantSoundBlue.com. Pick up your free copy of my book so I can see you an autographed copy. Uh, also, when you're over there, I have my audio book over there, guys. Pick up a copy of my audio book today. Today. And by tomorrow, you could have downloaded 28 years of experience into your brain so that you can make less mistakes and have an extraordinary life so much faster. So... Hop on over to LieutenantSoundBlue.com for your copy of my book and my audio book today. Okay? And also, guys, give me a shout-out on social media. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, Reddit, Blogger, Twitter, and, of course, my favorite, YouTube. Okay? And DM me about topics and subjects you want me to talk about on my daily podcast, man. I am always open for ideas. And if I choose one of your topics and subjects, I'm going to give you an extra bonus, a gift from me to you for helping me to help everybody get to extraordinary a whole lot faster. So that's it for today, man. 
I will talk to you guys tomorrow on my daily podcast, Lieutenant Sound Blue. That's a wrap. Deuces.